Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of the Marketing Matters Podcast. I'm sat here in a gloriously sunny Glossop Gasworks with David Wright. So hi David. Hi there. And I have to say I'm feeling particularly chipper today because I actually went round to some friends for dinner last night. We sat out in their garden, which I think is, is pretty impressive. But yeah, we sat out in the garden and actually had a chat with someone who was someone other than my wife. Now, while I love my wife, I think it is, and I'm sure she would agree, it was nice to be able to get out and see other people. So hopefully the first of many. Bah humbug. <laughs> Anyway, on to the uh, matter of the day. And we've been talking over this season about bridging the gap between technology and marketing. And we've gone through all things like email and social media and content and a lot of the sort of the bones of the marketing tools. But we're going to, not quite finished, we've got one more after this. But today we're going to talk about analytics. Because I think of all the things, sort of analytics, I guess, is the glue that puts brings everything together and allows you to actually connect your marketing objectives and your marketing strategy with what's actually happening and so and I think analytics are they're critical but they're something that not everybody uses to their best sort of advantage so why do you think that is why do you think sort of analytics are not used as well as they could be well I think just to wind back a step to start with I think to say that I think analytics are the absolute essence of business ultimately because the analytics that to some extent or other, everybody does if they're in business, is their accounting analytics. Because mm. that, that accounting is the word itself. You, it means you know where you're up to with things. And even people who just, as I said earlier, bar humbug to accounts, that there is one number that you have to keep an eye on, and that's whether you've got any money in the bank. Because um, I think the fundamental failure of business is when it when a business runs out of money. Because if you've run out of money, you've got a problem. And I think that what we're saying is that whereas the analytics of finance or accounting is is well established in, yeah. in, uh, in all business, really, we're saying that certainly with modern marketing approaches, that a lot of analytical accounting that can be brought to bear within marketing in interestingly in a world that the whole thing about marketing is it is speculative and um, it, by its nature you have to do something in the hope of achieving something and uh, what analytics does it gives you an opportunity to get a better idea of what's going on with your marketing hopefully a little sooner than mm. just waiting to see if you, the orders roll in so that you have better control and better management of your marketing plan and your marketing process yeah and i think you're obviously not going to answer my question so i'll have a go at answering it about why people perhaps don't use analytics and i think i mean it's, some people do and some and i think most people will have google analytics attached to their website and if you haven't go and do it now because there's absolutely no excuse whatsoever for not using analytics but I think one of the reasons is that people connect analytics and then they think what now you know there's the nice graph of how many people have visited my website but actually what it is delivering is data and there's a very big difference between data and useful sort of metrics and analytics and I think that's where the, we're talking about sort of technology gaps and I think that's where the technology gap in analytics comes in is that people struggle with how to actually 
see the wood for the trees and to create meaningful metrics that they can use in in accounts there are some some standard metrics that you pull that pull the data together into reports that will give you you know your cash flow and your profit and loss and, and balance sheet and all of that sort of thing but in marketing analytics you've just got a load of data and it's actually about how do you turn that into some some meaningful reports meaningful metrics that you can actually use to run your business and I think that's where the the, the gap lies I think there's another thing as well and that is that if you draw the parallels with the accounting again that with accounting a lot of people say well, I don't really understand that. I leave it all to my accountant. And it's actually in your, if you have an accountant, uh, it's in your accountant's business, or it's certainly not against their benefit to let you know truly what's going on with your business. Because if they're telling you that you're running out of money, then sooner or later, they're not going to get paid. And that's no help to them at all. Whereas I think when you look at marketing analytics, the, the positions are a wee bit different in that I said a minute ago that marketing is speculative and it can be easy for it to be not quite clear how well it's going Mm. and I think a lot of analytics is left up to the people supplying the marketing support services so rather than analytics being used to monitor how well the marketing is running for your business there's a danger of it being used to justify Justify the marketing services that you're paying for which is patently wrong but it's and you can go even further than that and I've seen it many many times where one of the issues with analytics is there is so much data that people just get blinded with science and it's not very difficult for a marketing services company to you can almost do it at a button push but to push a button produce a report which nobody in their right mind really wants to read or can understand or can identify its relevance to to real world business but it can be presented as a nicely branded marketing report whether it's monthly or quarterly or what have you and if you're not careful you as the business owner as the recipient of it can almost think well I'm being presented with this, so I should understand it, but I don't, so I'll just keep quiet about it. I think there's another thing in that we've seen over the last 12 months that you can use data and statistics to basically back up your whatever whatever argument you want to back up you can probably find some statistics that will do that and I think the danger is if the if your analytics are being generated by the person who's applying a particular service it will be presented in such a way I'm, I'm maybe being a bit cynical here but I think there's an element of truth yeah, this is it. marketing we're talking yeah. about everybody's cynical uh, there, there will be an element of them using that data to paint the best picture for them and not necessarily to paint the picture that represents what you're trying to achieve as a business and actually I think that's why it's important as a business owner that you are in control of your own analytics and you understand the reports that are being put in front of you and what they tell you about what you're trying to achieve as a business rather than what your service provider is trying to tell you about what they're doing for you. Yeah, and, and I think it's, it's like so many things. You can either see it as a uh, you get into a negative spiral or yeah. get into a positive spiral and I think ultimately if your marketing isn't working well for you you shouldn't be doing whatever it is you're doing and okay there's a there's a a subjective element of I'm not I'm not comfortable with my marketing so maybe I should be doing something else but actually using analytics to be and to try and get some objectivity into to your marketing really does make an awful lot of sense and and I think that the idea of oh well I'll as a marketing service provider I will use analytics to muddy the waters as to whether I'm actually doing any good is a very very short-term attitude and 
ultimately, if the marketing services you're providing aren't really benefiting, then it's going to come out and yeah, it's going to yeah. stop. So why not just grasp the metal and be part of the, the positive of driving to make it work? And sure, sometimes marketing doesn't work. Mm. And if it's not working, then work clients and service providers should work together to look for alternatives that, that maybe will drive better results. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think one of the great things now, if you're wanting to make sense of that data, there are some fantastic tools out there. I mentioned Google Analytics, but one of the issues is that while the, we always talk about the fact that your website should be the core of your marketing, it's not the only thing you want to get data from. You want to know how your social media is working in terms of engagement. You want to know how much you're spending on not just Google ads, which you can get directly through uh, analytics, but also if you're using Microsoft advertising or Facebook or any other sort of it, you want to be able to pull all that data together. And there are some great tools around now that allow, and the one that we, we've just started using is Google Data Studio, which basically allows you to pull all this data from analytics, from Facebook, from Twitter, from advertising campaigns, whatever, and present it in a way, and it allows you to create some some very nice reports. So, and Google Data Studio is in itself free, but very often you need to, maybe there is a bit of cost involved in maybe getting the data connected together, but it's not huge. But the issue is that actually setting these things up is quite complex and require there's quite a steep learning curve and this is where the sort of the, you know going back to the theme of this season about the the gap between technology and marketing in in analytics i think that's where the gap lies in that there's great analytics that sit in the, on the cloud there's business owners who understand what they want to measure and things but actually connecting the two is quite a it, it's a it's a one-off job that needs to be done generally but there is that job to connect the two together and that's where i think finding good professional support who understands your business who understands the data and the tools available and can sort of create those reports that allow you to run your business and i think also if there is you know most things in businesses have a cost or most mm. useful things have a cost but i think it shouldn't be seen as a cost it should be seen as an investment in if having access to data that is meaningful to you means that you can have a more successful, more effective, more profitable business. Mm. The fact that there is a cost associated with having access to that data, as long as that cost is appropriate in relation to what you're getting out yeah. of it, then I think you know this idea that that we sh everything should be free all the time yeah. is is very counterproductive. But equally, it's got to be a re whatever cost is involved has got to be reasonable and appropriate in all the circumstances. Yeah. And I think now. The, I mean, we've, we've just shifted our analytics from one of our sort of dashboarding from one place to another because of the fact that the costs are still there, but they are significantly lower than they were. And I think there are some very good tools and there are tools out there to meet any, pretty much any budgets, whether it's from sort of a few tens of pounds a month up to however much you want to pay. So I think you can find the tools that you need for within your budget quite easily. But as you say, I think it's very important to think that, yeah, if, it's, if it has value to your business, you shouldn't be afraid to pay for it. Yeah, and I think what's, what's actually happening is a lot of these cleverer or more high-end analytical tools are coming out of the corporate world mm. where the idea of paying £500 a month for some analytical tools it may be acceptable. Mm. But obviously the market who's prepared to pay £500 a month is relatively small, whereas the, the cost of delivering that those analytics might 
not be huge. And and if you can say, well, I'll, I'm going to stop it being £500 a month, I'm going to make it £50 a mm. month, but I can open my market by a factor of 20, then everybody wins. Yeah, that's right. But it does usually the thing that you are sort of taking out of the equation when things get cheaper or is the the skill of, and the, the knowledge of people using those tools, you tend to get more sort of raw tools that you can take a DIY approach to. But there are an increasing number of people out there, ourselves included, who actually, as I say, understand these things and can fill that gap. And I think a lot of that is about setting things up to yeah, absolutely work. absolutely so, so maybe you know maybe if month one costs you a few hundred pounds yeah. to get it all set up but from there on out it's a few tens of pounds for you to yeah. continue to get delivery of that data absolutely that's when the value really comes the, in. the value comes but i think the other key thing is it's all very good saying oh well someone will set up the reports for you but actually the critical factor is knowing what you want to report because yes. actually, understand, it's very easy to sit there and say, right, I've got all these tools, I've got all this data, and I've got all this. But actually, what am I trying to achieve? You know, what am I? And you know, I know we, we talk regularly about, we'll start doing things, and then we'll actually take a step back and say, well, hang on a minute. You see, that's, well, a, that's a nice segue into my constant thing about planning. <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. Everything comes back to planning. It, it's planning, and with metrics. The key thing with metrics is you have to understand what it is you're trying to measure. And I think the pitfalls that people fall into with Google Analytics is they think, oh, I've got it all there. I can just leave it. And then every time I want to look at how things are going, I'll go log on to Google Analytics and I'll look at a few graphs. But actually, there are so many different variables in there that unless you actually know what it is you're wanting to measure, so is it I want to measure how many people are visiting my website and where they're coming from. Or I want to measure how much my advertising is costing and what the people are doing when they get on the website. You know, how many times have they filled in a form or how many times have they visited a particular page? You have to be very specific about saying exactly what you're trying to measure to be able to then define what it is you need to set up. And I should say you should, the idea of having a dashboard that has the key graphs and key sort of metrics on there. So you look at it and you've got it all there. You don't, you, all the setup is done in the, and the only thing that changes is the data changes as, as time goes forward. And I, I think there's, there's another factor as well. It's, it's all very well deciding what it is you want to measure. But I think even before that, you've got to think why you want to measure it yeah. and, and how does it, because data is data is data. And if you're just looking at a pretty graph, then yeah, big deal. Yeah. You're going to stop doing it. But if that graph is really telling you something about how your business is performing and as a consequence of what the graph tells you, you can take actions to either stop a slide in into bad performance mm. or to maximize the benefit of a good performance, then you're starting to get somewhere. Yeah. To give you an example, it was one of the systems we run for, for a client who he has one of the key metrics and one of the key sort of steps on the way to someone placing an order is requesting a sample. And there is a, a form on the website where basically people can go in and fill in and ask for a sample. And we have a metric which measures how many, on a given month, how many people have completed and sent that form. So we can see month by month exactly how many people have taken that step. And as marketing encourages people to do that, we can see whether that's working or not. Another area on that is landing pages. And when we do a campaign, we will have a landing page which we are pushing people to through that campaign. And again, we can measure through uh, analytics and data studio how many people in a given month have visited those key pages. So it gives you that 
month by month sort of progression is is your marketing actually delivering what you want to do and it, as you focus on one particular area or another does that impact on the uh, the number of people visiting that page so those are the sorts of things that but they are very specific and i think that's the key thing you have to do is you understand as david said why do you want to do it what are you trying to achieve and what are the key sort of numbers that you should be tracking to actually measure that yeah and and again it's making those decisions can be quite challenging mm. and like so many things it's easy to get lured into the oh let's set up some nice shiny new analytics and that will be great yeah. without thinking about why you're doing it and mm. what you're trying to achieve and it will be exciting to do it and distracting away from perhaps more important things but a month or two later you're going to be back where you started from yeah. because you you didn't start from the right standpoint and i think the key there is making sure that as you say it's not a one-off thing or we set up our analytics and then sit back and watch them it's you set them up and then you get into the mindset of thinking i need to measure stuff and then as things come along and you say well actually i've got this question in my head how can we create a an analysis to answer that question and you can tweak it as you go forward and and it becomes a live part of your management process rather than just another as you say, shiny new thing that you set up and then forget about. I think I think another thing about analytics is that most analytics is not retrospective. Mm. So if you set it up today, you can't see what's happened over the last year. But if you set it up today, it is there recording information from now on. Yeah. So uh, you said earlier about make sure you have at least the basic Google Analytics set yeah. up because if you have it set up, then it is recording Absolutely. the data. Yeah. And if you need to slice and dice it slightly differently, then you have more options if you've got some data to work yeah, with. Yeah, and I think, yeah. So I think, I mean, we're going to start to draw it to a close now, but I think the first thing is to say, yeah, absolutely make sure that the systems you are using for your marketing are collecting data. And most of the sort of the social media platforms is they do, the moment you start using them, they'll, they'll collect data. But analytics and your website, make sure that you have Google Analytics set up on your website. It's dead easy. If you're using WordPress, it's just a plug-in and a putting a, a reference code in there. So make sure you've done that. And the other thing I would sort of say is don't be afraid to ask for help about getting things sent up and accept the fact that metrics and data is quite complex and find somebody who can work with you to make sense of that and turn it into some, some real sort of measurements that you can use to drive your business and drive your marketing. Yeah, I, th I think that ties into my sort of closing comment is that as I've, we've talked about this over, over the weeks when we've been talking about technology in business generally, that technology and analytics is no different to this, is a means, not an end. It's a tool to be used to help mm. you run a better business. And don't let anyone tell you that setting up analytics is the be all and end all of everything. It's not. It's just a way to help you run a better business. And that's how it should be seen. And, and that's how we like to work with people to help them run better businesses and i think that says it all so we'll, we'll leave it there and as usual uh, we'll just close by saying if you've found this interesting you will find more of our podcasts on podcast.bsamarketing.com you will also find blog posts and information on this sort of topic on our blog which is bsamarketing.com and you will also find us on social media particularly twitter and linkedin at bsamarketing.com and we will know if you're there. So please go and visit them so we can measure it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye for now. And happy marketing.